Hi, and welcome again to Concepts for Living, Biblical Principles for Contemporary Living. In this particular message, I'll be speaking from the theme, Where He Leads, I Will Follow. Stay tuned, and you'll be blessed by this word. The great theologian, by the name of Spyros Sohetes. He titled this 107th chapter of the psalm, God Rescues Us. That's the title. God Rescues Us. This psalm or song is a song of redemption. It is reminiscent of the journey of the Israelites in the wilderness. Moses, as he sung his triumphant song of victory and deliverance after having been delivered from Egypt, set the tone for this very message today set the tone to the point that the psalmist generations later sing about it. Because you see, psalms is another word for song. He was singing a song. He was singing the song from the Exodus. Whether you read from chapter 15, chapter 16, or chapter 17 of the Exodus, what you'll be addressing, what you'll be viewing, what you will be reading about is the journey of God's people out of bondage through the Red Sea into the wilderness journey. A journey that would involve some 40 years, even though it represented several, at least two generations. We are aware of the fact that the first generation that came out of Egypt died in the wilderness, with the exception of two, Caleb and Joshua. And their children entered in to the promised land. All of this is what this Psalm 107 is finding as historic lyrics for their song. As he sings the song, he is really singing about how God dealt with his people in the wilderness ages ago. And to appreciate what God did in the wilderness, we must go back to the Exodus. We must go back to the Exodus where in chapter 33, verse 15, Moses accepted the assignment. 
You might remember that when he was approached about <laughs> leading God's people not only out of Egypt, but leading them to the promised land, Moses said, Lord, please, I, I don't want this assignment. I'll only accept it if you will go with me. And when you read there in that chapter 33 of the Exodus, verse 15, you'll discover there that God pledged his presence to go with Moses in his assignment of leading his people. And so, the journey out of Egypt, thanks be to God, was celebrated by Miriam and the saints of that day or the Israelites as they shouted for joy their victory song for the Lord hath triumphed gloriously he brought us out if I don't go any further in this message today I wonder is there anybody here who could join in a refrain like that because of how God has brought you out, brought you through, brought you over. And so, when you read about the journey of the Israelites, you'll observe that they experience in their wilderness wandering desperation. They experience destitution. And they experience distresses. But they also experienced deliverance. I'm going back there. Desperation, destitution, distress, and thank God, deliverance. Everybody goes through something, sometime. But aren't you glad that we can punctuate it with a report? Deliverance. You're here this morning because of his deliverance. You're here made it through another week because of his deliverance. I wonder sometimes if we ponder how many things God has delivered us from in one day. So then when we reflect from this psalm, we ought to, first of all, discover the very act of independence. We tend to act independently. Yeah. And we'll tell somebody in a moment. Let me tell you. I'm going for myself. And I'm going to do it my way. And I don't need all that. And we kind of get caught up in this independent stuff. We go through and we don't need God. We go through and we don't, we don't recognize God. That's why a lot of folk don't worship. Because why would I have to go through all that for? Why, why, why do I have to go to church? And why do I have to read the Bible and all this stuff? No, no. I'm here. That's me. That, I'm, this is my life. I'll live it the way I want to live it. 
until a crisis comes. Until you realize what it means to be wondering, what it means to be lost, what it means to not have what you need. Then we tend to realize like the Israelites had to realize that when they were delivered, the God who delivered them out was the God that ought to be with them when they got out. Of course, you know, we have three points to our messages. One, the independence. Two, the dependence. And three, the interdependence. Where he leads, I will follow. Sometimes God, God will make or cause us to, to do some things that will, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, it, it confuses us. Because, watch this, that's going down here to verse 7, it says, and he led them what? And he led them forth. Well, wait a minute. Now, now, now we've come through all that, you know, that, that stuff that challenges us to, to, uh, change our independent ways and to rely on God to the extent that we come now to a point where we discover that God leads. How many in the midst of your situation can believe God is leading? Hmm? How, how many? No, no, notice, it, 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 you see, because when, when, when God leads, it means that we are now going to have to depend on him. Because he's the one that's bringing us out. And he's the one that's leading us forth. And verse 7, and he led them forth by the right way. He led them forth by the right way. Where he leads me, I will follow. No question about it. Wherever he leads me, I know I'll be all right. But I'm in trouble if I go where I want to go. Do what I want to do. But if he leads me, he'll always be right. Uh, I say, if he leads me, it'll always be right. Now watch this. It may not be understandable. Because some things that God will call a blessing on us confuses people. God, why are you going to take that and call me blessed? God, why are you going to make me do this? It doesn't say that he led them. Watch this now. Watch this now. In the right way. It says by the right way. God Use the situation to show you and I the right way. Ah, let me back up. To, when God says it's more blessed to than to with us, it's more blessed to receive than to give. Sometimes God will say, take that and give it so you can be blessed. 
You're not listening to me. I said, God will say, take that. Get rid of that so you can be blessed. God, I thought I was blessed because I have it. Now you want me to get, you want me to get, you know why? Because anything that occupies us and gives us a sense that this is it, God has to regulate that. Say, dependency. I'm depending on God. Moses had to work in tandem with God. He didn't work independent of God. He, 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 he leaned on God. Many times, people don't know what leadership costs. There are times when, when even his own family turned against Moses. Who do you think you are? You're my brother. That's who you are. No, he was the man of God. He was the servant of God. God was the, God was the senior, God was the chief shepherd. And he was the under shepherd. And when you came against Moses, you actually came against God. Even when he died, God said, Moses, my servant, is dead. And his own family turned against him. Come on now. That's why you got to depend on God. Sometimes you can't even depend on family. Because folk get attitudes and jealousy and envy and every kind of thing. And they're going to talk about you, run you down, chop you up and spit you out. But God is faithful. And he will stand with you. And he stood with Moses. God always used somebody to help somebody. I said, God will always use somebody to help somebody. Huh? Watch who you talk about, how you run them down, how you tear them up. That may be the very one that God will use. Huh? Notice what happens here. The greatest mistake that we make, watch this now, can be traced to when we functioned independently. But you will never come to a place where you will be able to hold up before God and say, because I trusted you, I'm in a mess. God never leads his people into a mess. You may not understand it. It may not even look right. It may not even feel right. But if God said it, it's going to be all right. He led them forth by the right way. <laughs> the right way. Are you with me? The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighted himself in them. Now I'm going to read from a translation, the Amplified Version. He delights in his way. Watch this. And he busies himself with his every step. Amplified version. That means people who are following God's leading, you do it not with your mouth pushed out. You do it not blaming God for 
cutting you off and putting you out here in a position now where you got to depend on him, you ought to thank God you can depend on him. You know why? Because when he blesses you, it's better than if you try to be blessing to yourself. But what they did was to, like the uh, folk in, in the Exodus, especially when you read chapter 15, 16, and 17, the Bible said they murmured. Nine times, chapter 16, chapter 15, chapter 16, and chapter 17, you're going to see that they murmured. God is out here. No water, no food, no, no. God is out here. God, what kind of thing is this? Why, why would you let this happen to us? He led them forth. Say back. Come on, come. Let's talk back to me. Say, he led them forth by the right way. But they don't have this and they don't have that. And they don't have the other thing. But wait a minute. But he still led you. Hmm? He led them. And now, because they don't have the water, because they don't have no food, because they don't have this, because they don't have that, they murmured or they complained. And today it's the same thing. I don't care how God blesses some people. They're going to find something to complain about. Behave yourself and just give God praise for what you have and for what he's already done in your life. I feel you all pulling on me right now. So the dependency is important. The dependency. Lean on him. He's got a plan. He's going to bring you through. Because while they were going through all of that, they were not at Elam. Say Elam. Elam was one of those places. You remember Mara? The Bible says, and they journeyed to Mara. And when they got there at Mara, watch this now. God led them and they came to Mara. Now watch this now. And the water was bitter. Huh. How's God going to lead me to bitter water? How's God going to lead me to bitterness? Because if you can deal right with bitterness, you can then celebrate sweetness. So God brought them tomorrow. Something you're going through right now. Bitter. Hard to bear. Hang in there. Because they moved on from there to Elam. And at Edom, what's it now? They had 12 wells. Woo. And 70 palm trees. So they're cooling out by the water. The rhythm of life. Up today, down tomorrow. Up tomorrow, the next day. Oh my God. Come on, somebody. But ain't that the kind of God you know? Isn't that the kind of God that will work for you? Isn't that, the, isn't that what happens? They moved on. Tell somebody, move on. God's got another place. And just when they're celebrating all that blessing, the, you know, the trail wells of water and, and the 70 palms, I can see them now just cooling out. God said, it's time to move. It's time to move. So they got up from there, and now they got to go to Riffidim. And when they get to Riffidim, it almost rips them apart. Because when they get there, guess what now? There's no water. They don't have 
what they need. But God led them there. Watch this. Watch this. And God led them there so that they learn how to deal with disappointments. Because there are times when we, we can celebrate blessing, but we can't handle disappointment. I ain't going to church no more. I'm coming off the choir. I ain't ushering. I ain't teaching. I ain't doing nothing. Ooh, very quiet. <laughs> but you don't understand that just where you are is where God wants to bless you. And if he can keep you in Elam, he'll keep you in Riffidum. Because they went on from there. And God started blessing and ways manna from heaven. Are you listening? Water out of a rock. Yeah. See, see, God can't let you have the manna from heaven and the water out of the rock stuff if you can't handle the stuff down here. Because when you can walk over and believe for the supernatural flow of water coming out of a rock. God let me know just the other day, some things people don't even understand. All that you've come through has only been preparatory for where you're going. I said everything, hear me, everything you've come through has only been preparatory. Don't look back and begrudge God. No, no, no. Every, say everything that I have gone through has only served to prepare me for the next great event in my life. Your best life is ahead of you. I sincerely trust you've been blessed, encouraged, and inspired to follow where he leads. You may not understand it all the time, but he always leads in the right way. Therefore, until next time, and we shall come to you with more biblical principles for contemporary living, may God bless you and yours. Thank you for viewing Concepts for Living. If you would like a CD, DVD, or download the entire message, go to our website, www fcogchapel.org We would like to hear from you. Please send an email for prayer or send a praise report on how God is blessing you through this program. We invite you to join us again for another Concepts for Living.